is all yours. Good morning, everyone. No, and I am not singing. I think that they would definitely tune down the radio if I were singing. So welcome, everyone. Robin Sills, Medically Speaking, here in the morning. And this is our morning edition that's sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network at St. Mary's Hospital. And the topics that we choose for our morning edition are topics that the Spirit of Women Network has done a lot of research on um, across the country in the general population, looking at different topics that interest women and their families. And the one today that we have, I think, is, is, is really neat. It's called It's in the Bag. So it's about brown bagging it and about eating healthy lunches, packing healthy lunches for yourself, for your families, your husbands, your children, and doing so in a way that's fun, tasteful, and healthy all at the same time. And to discuss the topic this morning, I have with us one of our all-time great registered dietitians who's been with us a short time, but I'm calling her all-time great because since she's come to St. Mary's, she's definitely a rock star, Noan Beebe. Welcome, Noan. Good morning. Thank you, Robin. So you are a registered dietitian with St. Mary's Hospital, and how long have you been with us? A little over a year now. Just a little over a year. Mm -hmm. Feels like you've been there forever because (laughs) we use you for everything. You do all of our community events. You work with our bariatric patients. You consult patients also um, that are referred to you by our physician in the community and you hit the ground running yes I did it was we were you know right into the swing of things on my first day but that's okay <laughs> before we get into the topic I want to talk a little bit about what a registered dietitian is mm-hmm. so can you talk a little bit about where you went to school and and you know why you chose to be a dietitian sure yeah I mean I think one of the things that made me decide I wanted to be a dietitian was actually taking a high school health class um, <laughs> you know we, we talked a little bit about nutrition and I think at that point I realized I wanted to learn more um, going into it I, I can't say I actually knew what a registered dietitian did, <laughs> but it worked out in the end. Um, it is a lot of school required. You have to usually get your bachelor's degree um, from an accredited university. So I chose to go to the University of Rhode Island. After that, you apply for, it's almost like a residency for dietitians. It's Mm -hmm. very competitive. You have to do a computer match. um, And when I was applying, there was only a 50% acceptance rate. Um, and that's a one wow. year, yeah, unpaid internship. So I was one lucky year enough. unpaid. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's a sacrifice. You're a starving registered dietitian. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sacrifice, but um, it was worth it. I ended up staying in Rhode Island. I did mine there, rotating through all the different you know hospitals and um, community you know outreach. We did some stuff with Snap Ed, and um, you know at that point you can kind of get a flavor for what types of you know dietitian you would like to be someday Um, and then I actually did stay on and did an additional year and I finished my master's in nutrition at the University of Rhode Island as well wow so then I came back to Connecticut (laughs) I just you know I wanted to talk about that because I want the community to understand what it entails to be a registered dietitian Mm -hmm. you know in nursing school I learned so much more about the field and I just think it's grown so much and it's changed so much Mm -hmm. and you have to go through so much schooling and the internships are so important because it brings that level of, you know, uh, education to you and experience mm-hmm. that you then bring to your patients. So what's the area that interests you the most when you did your residency? Well, I wanted to, I, I did really like outpatient nutrition. So, you know, but I knew that that in order to get a job in that, you usually have to have some experience. Right. You can't go straight from school into that. So I did spend some time working um, in more general inpatient roles. Um, and actually, I moved to Washington, D.C. for a year. I worked at Yale New Haven Hospital. And wow. then 
you know, that's when I was able to transition into, you know, a more specialized role. Um, and of course, I love the bariatric population as well. So right now, doing a combination of general outpatient, you know, counseling for diabetes, and also seeing the bariatric patients is a perfect match for me. You know, that's, and, and I think when we look at this topic, it's in the bag. You take those experiences with you and you have to balance for a lot of patients what their lunches will be on the go for that bariatric patient, for that diabetic patient, Mm -hmm. for even the patient that's really just trying to reduce and lose weight or even maintain. Mm -hmm. Lunchtime is a critical part of the day. Why why would you say lunch is one of the most critical pieces of your day? You know, you you really, I mean, all the meals are important. You hear a lot about breakfast is the most important Mm -hmm. meal, but (laughs) I mean, to me, all the meals are important. So lunch lunchtime, I mean, you need that boost of energy to help you get through the rest of the day. Right. Um, And also to keep you from going into the dinner hours with a ravenous appetite where you're more likely to overeat at that point. So, you know, really trying to balance out your day, plan things in advance and do breakfast, lunch and dinner is something I talk about with any patient of mine, regardless of what they're here to see me for. Well, and I think that's interesting. You know, when we talk about brown bagging it, brown bagging it isn't just lunch. Mm -hmm. It could be breakfast too. Yeah. You know, and I guess I want to start there because I can tell you for me, breakfast is really tough Mm -hmm. because I'm really tough getting up, trying to get out the door. And yes, you have to plan, but you're so tired the night before. Mm -hmm. What do you recommend for brown bagging it with breakfast? I mean, there's a few different options. A lot of times people say, you know, I don't have time to cook eggs and, you know, do this big elaborate breakfast in the morning, but that's really not necessary. There's Mm -hmm. other ways to get in those, you know, different food groups that we talk about um, and get a balanced meal. And it doesn't always require a ton of prep work. Um, But one of the things I wanted to talk about today, which actually could be a breakfast or a lunch and something I'm pretty passionate about lately um, is a yogurt bowl. So it's kind of like, you know, a parfait that you would see, but if you make your own at home, Um, It's going to have, you know, you can definitely control the amount of sugar that's in it, the amount of fat that's in it. Um, And if, you know, if you follow, if anyone has Instagram out there, I follow, you know, a few of the different yogurt companies and they actually have dietitians who work for them and they post these awesome looking yogurt bowls. They're so bright. They're so colorful. And you could just use plain, you know, yogurt. I'm a big fan of Greek yogurt. I know plain Um, is so tough. But see, you add things to it. You have to add to it. So you don't need all that added sugar in there. You add, you know, I my favorite go-to one that I actually had for breakfast today is a plain Greek yogurt, non-fat Greek yogurt, fourth a cup of blueberries, a small banana sliced up thin slices, um, a tablespoon of no sugar added peanut butter just drizzled over the top of it with a tablespoon of cinnamon. Mm. So you're adding things that add flavor. You know, the blueberries add flavor, the bananas add flavor, the cinnamon, the peanut butter, but you're not adding loads of sugar. Right. And the sugar from the fruit is something that, you know, is a naturally occurring sugar. It's not an added sugar. And to me, that has all the flavor it needs. And the plain yogurt doesn't have that bitter taste anymore. You know, when you look at the yogurts, they're so, they can get so expensive. Mm -hmm. So... What do you recommend, you know, for your clients if they're going to do these these um, yogurt bowls, Mm -hmm. getting the bigger containers of yogurt are more economical, I would think? Definitely. And I mean, I actually priced it out and without buying the bigger tub of the yogurt. So even buying the individuals, usually they're around a dollar. The whole bowl is around like two twenty five, two dollars and twenty five cents. And you can compare that. Just throw it in a container and bring it with you. You can have it before you leave the house. You can have it once you 
you get to work at your desk. You can have it in the car even. I mean, it might not you know, not be the safest the thing, but <laughs> it's portable. Um, and, you know, I did a quick comparison to a another breakfast that, you know, a lot of patients and I know just from my own experience on the run, you got to get breakfast. Where do you go? A lot of people go to a, like a coffee shop or Dunkin' Donuts. And, um, you know, for a sausage, egg and cheese on a croissant, with a medium caramel latte, you're looking at almost $9. Um, Tell them how many calories, though. I'm looking down at this. That's so, a kicker. Yeah. So the yogurt bowl I just talked about would be about 355 calories. Mm. Um, and it's loaded with protein. You get your fruit in there. You got fiber in there. So those are all important components of a meal that we want to think about when planning a good breakfast because protein, fiber, those are the things that are going to mm-hmm. fill us up and Absolutely. keep us, you know, full until lunchtime. So for th- so 355 calories, you can have your yogurt bowl or for the sausage egg and cheese on a croissant with your medium caramel latte, mm-hmm. you're looking at 970 calories. So three times. Three times. Three yep. times the numbers. And when you're on a, especially with your diabetic patients, they may be on, I don't know, an 1100 calorie diet mm-hmm. to reduce or 1200 calorie diet. I mean, they've used up three... Two thirds of their calories. Right. So that's unbelievable. And a lot of times when you order these coffee drinks, like the lattes and the cappuccinos and all that stuff, if you don't specify, you know, skim milk, they use whole milk. They use whole or milk. They use cream even, you know. Well, so there's a lot of things that you have to be aware of. Well, we're on the coffee bandwagon because I think about that as brown bagging it during the day because sometimes mm-hmm. it's that little fix of caffeine that you need and it right. may not be coming in a brown bag but it's definitely in a drive through that you're like oh I, I really need a little coffee mm-hmm. you're right these lattes are so popular but I know they have the skinny lattes out mm-hmm. there what do you talk about those are those are the sugar-free ones right so those usually are made with skim milk and some sort of like a sugar-free syrup or maybe they put Splenda or something in it so that would be you know a smarter option and a smaller size calorie wise smaller size yeah that yeah. I, I've gotten really good at that because I'm really good at counting my points now so I can tell you that a grande skinny latte is four <laughs> points so I try to figure that okay. in yeah. a couple times a week I try to fit that in for my four <laughs> points that's my little treat during yep. the week but you know that's another thing too there's a lot of apps out there that you can use mm-hmm. I know I, I do use the Weight Watchers one because it gives me the points and it kind of keeps me as honest as I can be right. but there's other apps that you can use that can be your calorie counter that mm-hmm. will help keep you honest too yeah. right oh yeah absolutely um, I personally recommend usually um, MyFitnessPal <clears throat> you can rec- you can record everything from what you're eating is that MyFitnessPal MyFitnessPal yep okay and it actually has the function where you can scan barcodes. So if you have wow. a little bag of smart food popcorn, you don't instead of having to type it in, you just scan the barcode on the back and it automatically pops right in to your, you know, your, your planner. App, your planner for the day and tells you how many calories, you know, that is and how much fat and how much fiber. There's also some apps that um, kind of go along with the activity trackers like the Fitbits and stuff like that. Um, which I've used also. The only thing is, uh, the one that I have on my phone anyway, for the Fitbit, it doesn't break down everything that the MyFitnessPal, like fiber and stuff like that. So, um, and that's also something you want to be tracking. So, in looking back at at it in the bag and looking at, you know, maybe more lunch type foods, we tend to, when we're on the run in the morning, maybe grabbing leftovers, maybe grabbing a sandwich or making a sandwich. Mm -hmm. What's your recommendation for what's healthy to put in a brown bag? Like, let's look at sandwiches Mm because that's a typical lunch. What's what's healthy for a sandwich? I mean, they're not bad. Sandwiches aren't bad for you, but I think we've gotten so 
art, you know, artesian in the way we have sandwiches, you know, that there's just so much on them now. Right. I mean, I think for, first and foremost, we usually think of cold cuts, right? When we think of a sandwich. Right. Um, which, you know, they're not all entirely bad. I think the main thing we want to think about is that it is a processed food most of the time and it is high in sodium. Um, even the ones that say low sodium tend to still be very high mm-hmm. on, you know, in the scheme of things for sodium for the day. So, it doesn't always, ha- you, sometimes you have to think outside the box a little bit. It doesn't have to be a ham sandwich or a turkey sandwich. Although, Boar's Head, I know, does make a no salt added um, It's turkey. important to look at the salt. I think so, we forget that. Yeah. I think we yeah. forget that. You know, and because people don't think of salt as being that important because it doesn't contribute calories. Mm. Fat contributes calories. Carbs contribute calories. Sodium doesn't, but it's still important to look at because it still has other, you know, health indications. And especially if you tend to retain fluid. Exactly. It'll make you heavier just because it'll bloat you, I would think. So I would say if you want to do a sandwich, try to choose, you know, the no salt added turkey. Mm. Or you can always do a grilled chicken sandwich, you know, egg salad, tuna salad, chicken salad made with, you know, just be kind of mindful of the amount of mayonnaise and stuff like that you're putting in. You can use the light mayonnaise. Um, But those are great options. And then you have your nut butters. You know, there's peanut butter, there's almond butter, there's sunflower butter. There's a whole bunch of them out there now. And there's there's a really good company that makes a whole different line of almost um, like flavor infused butters. They sell them at GNC. I think they're called Wild and Friends. It was actually a group of girls who I think they went on Shark Tank and they, you know, <laughs> pose, you know, had this idea and now it's kind of taken off, but they have some really cool flavors. So if you want to be experimental with that, and you can always use those on a sandwich, um, and that would be a good good boost of protein and energy. And leftovers, mm-hmm. I'm sure, are a good way to use in a sandwich, too. Yeah. You know, yeah, of course. whatever you've had at home, I mean, that's definitely saving you some money exactly. than going out and just buying the lunch. I think it's planning, though, mm-hmm. is, your, is your biggest thing. Yeah. So when you look at breads for your sandwich, what do you mm-hmm. recommend? I know you're going to tell me 100% whole wheat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100% whole wheat, definitely. Um, you know, read the labels. There's some breads that are higher in calories. Calories. There's, you know, there's a light 45 calorie sliced bread out there. There's the sandwich thins. So trying to be mindful of, mm. you know, keeping down the, the big portions of bread. Um, so I would use something like that, like the whole wheat sandwich thin is a good one. Um, and it, it's 100 calories for the whole thing. Whereas if you're looking at regular bread, it's usually 100 calories per slice. It, you really have so, to read the labels. And it, yeah. And it, it's surprising when you're mm-hmm. looking at that label and then you see one slice right. is what 130 calories, 140 calories mm-hmm. for one slice of bread. And before you know it, you've shot your whole sandwich <laughs> on the two slices of bread. Right. It's even if they're 100% whole wheat or whole grain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you only end up with half a sandwich, right. which is why I don't end up with the bread. Right. <laughs> the thin bread kills me, though. It just doesn't have that flavor. You don't think so? No. What's no. the other options? I mean, there. Every time, you know, I go to a restaurant and if I see a wrap, I think I'm doing better if mm-hmm. I get a wrap. But not all wraps are created equal, right? Not necessarily. Yeah. No. Um, and I mean, the ingredients on the wraps you need to be, you know, pay attention to as well because there's something um, called hydrogenated oils mm-hmm. or you'll see partially hydrogenated oils. And those are actually trans fats, which we've seen banned from a whole bunch of different you know, yeah. restaurants, stuff like that in the media. and. I mean, I know a sandwich that I thought was healthy. I looked at the ingredients. It said there was hydrogenated oils. It was like the third ingredient in the wrap. Um, And so that's something that you want to pay attention to because that's something that most people should be eliminating from their diet. And you don't want to have it sneaking in there in a wrap. You know, there's plenty of wraps out there that are 
that are voided of those ingredients. Um, but you know, some of them, if they're a big wrap that covers you know over a 10-inch plate, those can be pretty high in calories too. So it's definitely important it's to portion to portion. Yeah, be be mindful of portion sizes. It's you know it's definitely you know you go to a few of the delis and you get a wrap and they give you the wrap and it's longer than a foot and mm-hmm. you're like my goodness and I, it's I, all you know folded up at the end. It's all folded up at the end. So don't eat that <laughs> don't part. Don't eat that part. Yeah, if there's no meat on it. Cut that yeah. part off. Then you're saving yourself some yep. carbs, right? Mm-hmm. What else can you do at lunchtime aside from sandwiches? Aside from the typical, what do you what do you recommend to some of your patients? You know, I mean, we, we talked about the yogurt bowls a little bit. If there's no you know fridge involved or they're on the run and that kind of thing. Um, you know, there it's not like you can't ever go to the fast food places, right. just being more mindful of that. So if you get like a salad with grilled chicken and you get a light dressing, usually that's a pretty safe bet. Um, you know, so sometimes you can find things and there's other, you know, chains out there now that are trying to be more. Well, they give you the calorie content. They give you the calorie content. You look at that. I know when you go in Panera and you look up at that menu and you're like, "Mm, Mm hmm, you know, I guess I'll do the half a sandwich and maybe a cup of soup with the apple and not the roll. (laughs) Panera, you can get an apple, you can get a salad and half a sandwich, you know, so that would be a pretty good option. And you look at it and you're, it really is portion. It's Mm -hmm. definitely portion. And I think that we as a society just tend to, our brown bags have become very big lunch bags. Mm -hmm. You know, I know when I pack my husband's every day, I'm looking at what I'm putting in there and I'm like, I think I'm giving them too much. And then if I don't give them enough, I'll come home at night and say, I was starving. Yeah. Yeah, you're killing me. Yeah. Um, we do have to take a break. Um, we know that's coming up. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about um, nutrition bars okay. and, and how they could fit into our sure. diet. Be right back. Absolutely. There's a good feeling you get when you start taking care of yourself, keeping up with your doctor and dentist visits, exercising more and eating right, and keeping up with your overall wellness. Hello, this is Dan Satani, owner of Visobello Day Spa and Massage Therapy Center in Middlebury, Connecticut. As we find ourselves getting older, many people have come to find massage therapy as a remedy for their pain, their stress, and anxieties. Many of our clients are even finding that their insurance companies will cover most, if not all, of their massage therapy sessions if prescribed by a doctor. And all our therapists at Visobello are licensed with the state of Connecticut. At Visabello Day Spa, we have a commitment-free monthly massage membership that makes massage therapy extremely affordable. If the time is right for you to go that extra yard for yourself and experience the benefit of an affordable, worthwhile massage therapy program, visit us online at visobello.com or call us for more information at 203-598-7525. Remember, not enrolling in our membership only hurts the one we love, you. Be sure to tune in every Sunday morning following Jimmy Stir and Fox News at 9 a.m. for the Zambruski Family Polka Hour, featuring Nathaniel Zambruski, continuing the polka tradition on WATR 1320 a.m. And brought to you by the Naugatuck Valley Memorial Fitzgerald Zambruski Funeral Home at 240 North Main Street in Naugatuck. Call 203-729-4187 or find them on the web at naugatuckvalleymemorial.com. Listen this Sunday. Sunday on WATR 1320 and WATR.com. Are you a caregiver? The Village at East Farms invites you to come and enjoy a relaxing afternoon with your loved one for St. Patrick's Day Bingo. 
meet other families who are also caregivers, and share experiences. Also, you can ask questions of the village's certified experts. Come to the Harbor, 180 Scott Road, on Saturday, March 19th, from 2 to 4 p.m. Refreshments will be served. To reserve your space, please RSVP to Randy Bellamare, 203-757-7660, or email rbellamare at benchmarkquality.com. That number again is 203-757-7660. Hope to see you there. The Village at East Farms, a Benchmark Senior Living Community. Good morning, Tom, here in our Waterbury area. Cold front swinging through the region will end the showers this morning. Skies will become partly sunny here in the Waterbury area this afternoon, 55 to 60. Clear and cold tonight, low to mid-30s, and sunny, cool 55 tomorrow. Sunday, partly sunny, 60, and rain developing on Monday, near 50. Tuesday, rain taper into showers, 55 to 60. This is WATR meteorologist Bill Jackman. 57 degrees, 953 here at 1320 WATR. Your hostess, Robin Sills, back on the air with you at 1320 AM at WATR.com. Welcome back, everyone. Robin Sills, Medically Speaking, here in the morning, sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network. And we are talking today about it's in the bag, brown bagging it, but not just brown bagging it in regards to um, going to work every day, but brown bagging it in your busy life, on your errands during the day, having really good food sources in your car that you can grab um, out of your bag in the car and trying to stay healthy in this crazy world that we live in of rush, rush, rush. So with me today talking about this is our registered dietitian from St. Mary's Hospital, Noen BB. Noen, thank you for joining me again today. Thank you, Robin. I had to pull her out of the hospital, the poor thing. She's <laughs> crazy busy, knee deep in patients, always for sure, um, helping our bariatric patients as well as physicians in our community with their patients that have um, issues and um, with their diet and their diabetic patients. So you do an incredible job. So thank you for coming. Thank you. Today. Thank you we, for having me. I wanted to talk about a couple things because we, we don't have a lot of time left. You are welcome to call in if you'd like to ask no one a quick question. We have a few more minutes, 203-757-1320. So when we left, I mentioned protein bars mm-hmm. or nutrition bars they are a grab and go that is so convenient and you feel like you're doing the right thing but they're not created equal right and so what would your recommendation generally be on a bar in regards okay. to protein and carbs and all that mm-hmm. so i think the key word there is protein bar so i have a lot of patients who come in and they say oh you know i eat this protein bar and then we kind of dig into what it is and we realize that there's almost no protein in it at all it's mm-hmm. mostly a carb bar very mm-hmm. high in carbs so um the key word there is protein so usually i recommend um, trying to find a protein bar that has at least 10 grams of protein, if not 15 or more, that would be you know equivalent to the amount that you would want to get in a, a meal, meal anyway. Um, and then the other important things to look for on the label would be sugar. Mm-hmm. So you want to keep the sugar low, and you know if you can maybe in the single digits. Okay. Um, and then fat too. You don't want to have a ton of fat, and and also breaking it breaks down the fat. So is it saturated fat? Is it unsaturated fat? So for some of the bars that say maybe they have 13 grams of fat, well, you have to think about what that bar is made out of. Is it made out of a lot of peanuts and almonds and stuff like that? So, so healthy stuff. So if it is, right. then we can be a little bit more liberal with the fat. But, um, 
yeah, there's a few bars out there that I would I usually suggest to my patients. Um, my top bar right now is the it's made by a company called Raw Revolution and it's called the Raw Rev Glow Bar. Raw Rev Glow Bar. That's not what I typically <laughs> it's see. It's a tongue twister. Wow. And you have to you can get it at Whole Foods. You can get it. Um, my suggestion would be just go to Amazon and order it. Um, if you email the company, sometimes they'll send you a coupon. They sent me a coupon code, so if anyone you know wants to reach out to me, they can definitely do that, and I can send you the coupon code. <laughs> um, my phone number is 709-3247. 203. 203. 203. <laughs> um, so that's, that's my number one bar, and if you get the peanut flavor, so this one's one of the bars that's more, it's actually vegan too, but it has 15 grams of protein. The protein is coming from nuts, from pea protein, from different vegetarian sources of protein. Wow. Um, but it has 15 grams of protein, and I want to say two grams of sugar. So it's very, very low. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have any of the artificial sweeteners in it either, which is something that a lot of people are looking for because they don't like the aftertaste. Um, and it's high in fiber. Wow. So that bar is one of the best. There's what also is the calorie count in that? It's 190, I so believe. That's not bad at yeah. all. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. So usually you want to keep the calorie count less than 200. I, I got to figure out how many points that is. So I'm going to steal one of those bars <laughs> from you and do a point count. For yeah, but there's some that you can find more easily. Um, there's one in Walmart called Life Choice. And that one is, I think it's 18 grams of protein. It's low in sugar. And that one is actually found on in the cereal aisle. There's a lot of them are found like, you know, in where the Ensure and the right, protein, protein chicks, sugar, It's yeah. actually not there. It's in with the cereal. Um, that one's really good. The chocolate and there's a cookie dough flavor. Those are pretty good. Um, and they're low in sugar. Wow. The other one I would say is from Stop and Shop, and it's it's actually Stop and Shop's brand. It's called Fitness. It's a high-protein bar. It has a purple um, and white wrapper, and that one, I think that one's actually 21 grams of protein, so that one's pretty good. These, you know what I want to do is... Let's give out your email. Yeah. Maybe people out in the audience can email you some of their questions in regards sure. to protein bars, because believe it or not, we're running towards the end. Yeah. So, and I wanted to talk a little bit about peanut butter, but we'll save that for our <laughs> next show. So, give them your email, maybe, knowing. Okay. So, it's it's my first name. So, it's N O W E N dot B as in boy, E E B as in boy, E at STMH dot org. And she can be reached at St. Mary's Hospital. And your phone again? 203-709-3247. But if you do have questions about nutrition bars or supplements, I think no one's a great research or you know outreach person for you. And then if you do have some dietary concerns, talk to your physician because maybe you can get a referral to no one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you'd be happy to see and meet Absolutely, with them yeah. about their dietary concerns. And I want to thank everyone for joining us. I want to throw out a quick plug for a program we're going to be doing March 22nd as part of our Spirit of Women network it is called love your selfie it's going to be at holy cross high school and it has a lot to do with self-esteem in young women so we welcome you to go to our saint mary's website stmh.org click on spirit of women and learn more about it so thank you for joining us i will be back on wednesday evening for medically speaking at 6 p.m with dr dennis roden from waterbury orthopedics talking about spring sports injuries have a great weekend everyone thank you This is 1320 AM WATR.